I dreamed of traveling the long road, singing my songs to that distant stranger. Yes, I know it's sad for you, but it's something I got to do. And I will be coming home, back to the mountains, back to being free from all there is to be. Coming home to live and the life I once knew. Hello, everyone. And welcome to Bedtime Bible Boys with Brock, Trey, and Theron TJ. Thanks Thanks for for listening. We love you, Mom. And you too, Gail. We're now about to start chapter 7 in the book of Ezra. And Brock, who still haven't we heard from? Trey, who haven't we heard from? Ezra. We haven't heard from Ezra. This is the book of Ezra. (laughs) It says here in the note before the chapter gets started, Ezra returned to the land with a second group of exiles, 80 years after Zerubbabel. Ezra found the temple rebuilt but the lives of the people in shambles. Remember last night when we were saying they were doing all these things to try and kind of reinstitute their life and the law of Moses? And we said, it's not going to last long. There's zeal for it, right? What is zeal? Zeal is passion. It's how strong you go towards something. Does that make sense? How much it means to you, how you're willing to go after it with tenacity. Ezra found the temple rebuilt, but their lives in shambles. Intermarriage with foreigners opposed to God threatened the spiritual future of the nation. So Ezra prayed for guidance and then followed through with action. Christians today must also strive to keep their lives pure, refusing to let the sinful allurements of the world around them compromise their lifestyle. It's a true sentence. So we'll just get right going here, okay, Brock? Ezra chapter 1. After these things, during the reign of Artaxerxes, king of Persia, Ezra, son of Sariah, the son of Azariah, the son of Hilkiah, the son of Shalom, the son of Zadok, the son of Ahitub, the son of Amariah, the son of Azariah, the son of Merarioth, the son of Zerahiah, the son of Uzi, the son of Buki, the son of Abishua, the son of Phinehas, the son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron, the chief priest. Do you remember who's... That's a lot of grandfathers. That's right. Do you remember whose brother was Aaron? They just went back a lot of generations right there. That's alright. It was Moses. They were giving the lineage back basically to Moses. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that kind of makes sense. This Ezra came up from Babylon. He was a teacher well-versed in the law of Moses, which the Lord, the God of Israel, had given The king had granted him everything he asked, 
for the hand of the Lord his God was on him. Some of the Israelites, including priests, Levites, singers, gatekeepers, and temple servants, also came up to Jerusalem in the seventh year of King Artaxerxes. Ezra arrived in Jerusalem in the fifth month of the seventh year of the king. He had begun his journey from Babylon on the first day of the first month, and he had arrived in Jerusalem on the first day of the fifth month. For the gracious hand of his God was on him. Obviously, the trip from Babylon to Jerusalem may have been kind of treacherous. There may have been some dangers for the word to say that the gracious hand of God was on him. I mean, that was a five-month journey. That's a long journey. Yeah. It's like the Oregon Trail. I don't know that it, the Oregon Trail took five months. Maybe it did, maybe it didn't. I don't know, but this was like... it took longer than five. Maybe. It took like a year. A year? Jeez. I think it took six months. Six months? A long time. This is like the Middle East version of the Oregon Trail. The Middle East... The Jerusalem Trail. <laughs> Verse 10, For Ezra had devoted himself to the study and observance of the law of the Lord, and to teaching its decrees and laws in Israel. This is a copy of the letter King Artaxerxes had given to Ezra, the priest and teacher, a man learned in matters concerning the commands and decrees of the Lord for Israel. Artaxerxes, King of Kings, to Ezra the priest, a teacher of the law of the God of heaven. Greetings. Now I decree that any of the Israelites in my kingdom, including priests and Levites, who wish to go to Jerusalem with you, may go. You are sent by the king and his seven advisors to inquire about Judah and Jerusalem with regard to the law of your God, which is in your hand. Moreover, you are to take with you the silver and gold that the king and his advisors have freely given to the God of Israel whose dwelling is in Jerusalem. Together with all the silver and gold you may obtain from the province of Babylon, as well as the freewill offerings of the people and priests for the temple of their God in Jerusalem. With this money, be sure to buy bulls, rams, and male lambs, together with their grain offerings and drink offerings, and sacrifice them on the altar of the temple of your God in Jerusalem. You and your brother Jews, may then do whatever seems best with the rest of the silver and gold in accordance with the will of your God. Deliver to the God of Jerusalem all the articles entrusted to you for worship and in the temple of your God, and anything else needed for the temple of your God that you may have occasion to supply, you may provide from the royal treasury. Wow. Blessing after blessing after blessing. Now I... King Artaxerxes order all the treasures of the Trans-Euphrates to provide with diligence whatever Esra the priest, a teacher of the law of the God of heaven, may ask of you, up to a hundred talents of silver, a hundred course of wheat, a hundred baths of wine, a hundred baths of olive oil, and salt without limit. Whatever the God of heaven has prescribed, let it be done with diligence for the temple of the God of heaven. Why should there be wrath against the realm of the king and of his sons? You are also to know that you have no authority to impose taxes, tribute, or duty on any of the priests, Levites, singers, gatekeepers, temple, servants, or other workers at this house of God. And you, Esra, in accordance with the wisdom of your God, which you possess, 
appoint magistrates and judges to administer justice to all the people of Trans-Euphrates, all who know the laws of your God, and you are to teach any who do not know them. Whoever does not obey the law of your God and the law of the king must surely be punished by death, banishment, confiscation of property, or imprisonment. Praise be to the Lord, the God of our fathers, who has put it into the king's heart to bring honor to the house of the Lord in Jerusalem in this way, and who has extended his good favor to me before the king and his advisors and all the king's powerful officials, because the hand of the Lord my God was on me. I took courage and gathered leading men from Israel to go up with me. And that wraps up chapter 7. You know, when these kings had seen people like Daniel and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and Zerubbabel, Zechariah, Ezra, those people actually had influence on foreign kings. That I mean, look at the foreign king is, is calling the God of the Israelites the God of heaven. That doesn't necessarily mean that he had the right orthodoxy, the right beliefs about the Lord, but he admitted that there, there was a God of Israelites was real and that he was the God of heaven. I don't think that these people necessarily just woke up and saw that, that and, and thought, oh, that must be the truth. The Lord may have moved in them like that, but it's more likely that they saw the lives of these people who were dedicated to the Lord and it influenced them. So when we go forward and we live our lives, we have choices to make. We can live selfishly. We can live with poor self-control. We can live wild and rebellious to the Lord. We can hate on people. We can show distrust and impatience and greed. We can do all these things. We have the choice to, right? But just know when you do that, it may feel good, a little bit good, but you're giving up an influence that you could otherwise have for the kingdom of heaven. Even all the way up to your teachers, your coaches, your friends, or your siblings, or anybody else in your life, your parents, where it's like, wow, that's inspiring. I want to do what that kid does. People will look at you and think that. They may not admit it. And you may not know for a long time, just like these people may have not known. But people will remember when they feel love, kindness, accountability, when they observe self-control in you, when they see the peace you walk with, that will leave an impression and people will want what you have. And once they figure out that it's Jesus Christ, then we have fulfilled our purpose. Want to sleep again. And that's all right. That's it for tonight. I love you, boys. Love you too. You guys are good kids.